Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this HR Chat, we're going to consider why total reward data is an important resource for organizations trying to respond to the impact of COVID-19. We'll also consider some recent findings that suggest a new focus needs to be given to the rollout automation and digitalization of reward management. My guest this time is Ken Charman, CEO at Uflex Reward an HR and rewards platform that collates all costs to do with employees, such as salary, pensions, bonus, shares, and so on, into one real-time platform. By the way, you can hear from Ken and from Peter Newhouse, who's the global head of reward at Unilever, in episode 198 of the HR Chat Show. In that conversation, we focus on why total reward data is an important resource for organizations trying to respond to the impact of COVID-19 in ways that allow for the retention of employees. So please do check that one out as well. Ken, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Bill. It's great to be back. So for those who haven't listened to episode 198 yet, Ken, uh, maybe uh, you can just start by reminding us a bit about uh, Uflex Rewards and how it helps HR pros and leaders. Yeah, that, that, that's my pleasure. Uh, yeah, Uflex <laughs> Reward is the name of the system um, uh, and it was developed within Unilever. Um, Unilever looked around for something that did this and couldn't find anything on the market. So, you know, with, with its great big wallet, it decided to make its own system. Um, and what we do uh, is meet an unmet need, which is to collate, consolidate, bring together all forms of reward, wherever they are, for every employee in every country, in every subsidiary of Unilever, and put it all into one <coughs> central platform. Uh, and once we've got it there, uh, then we can do the essential work that needs to be done um, in terms of analysing that, which you need to do with such a huge cost. Um, global companies, it's quite often 20, 25% of their cost, biggest item of expenditure on the P&L. Um, and we can do that in a fashion where we know we've got all the data. It's up to date, it's real time. We, 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 we uh, consolidate, validate this every day. Um, so we're, we're working with the latest data and everybody in the organization who needs to work with this important category of of data is using uh, something from the same source and probably most important of all our employees or unilever's employees um uh any uh, of our clients employees uh, can see their personal total reward statement um updated on a daily basis online on any device so um, in terms of the um, employee value proposition, uh, showing employees what the company is investing in them and giving them all the details because it's quite complex. Not many people understand all the details of their reward. Um, with this system, they can log on at their convenience uh, uh, and see exactly um, everything that the company is is pushing their way, uh, which is um, quite important in, in times like COVID when uh, for many people, incomes are under pressure um, uh, and they need to have um, uh, a very close eye on, on, on their personal financial well-being. As we're 
as we're now talking about companies hopefully getting through the other side of COVID-19 within within 2021, why is total rewards data especially critical right now for, for those organizations trying to do it in the right ways? There's two types of company or there's two scenarios that companies find themselves in at this point in the evolution of the pandemic. And let's all pray that we are uh, reaching a point where uh, things will stabilize and we can begin to return to normal. But uh, as things stand at the moment, we've got some companies who have done, who've been resilient uh, and their business has done okay. Uh, In fact, some have done uh, very well. Uh, The the, the move to uh, uh, away from uh, high street retail and to online is an example of uh, uh, where you'll find companies that have done well, but also the other type, which is the companies have done very badly, have been hit hard. Uh, so both types of organization uh, will be putting pressure on their reward framework uh, for efficiencies. If you've, if you've got to reduce your headcount, if you've got to look for dramatic savings, um, then uh, of your biggest category of cost reward, uh, then, um, then the pressure is obvious. But also the, the, the companies which have not suffered uh, such uh, severe uh, cuts or losses also are making um, plans uh, to become more efficient uh, and to adapt to a new a new labor and reward landscape everybody's talking about the future of work uh, uh, and how uh, we're going to move to uh, move away uh, from the rigid orthodox um, uh, grade structures and job definition of the past to this more hybrid, flexible contracting, uh, which goes with hand in hand with flexible reward. Uh, so organizations surprised themselves last year, I think. Many organizations were shocked at their ability to convert to um, remote working, uh, a huge category of their workforce uh, um, without missing a stride, uh, moved from being office-based to being home-based. And I think that has impressed organizations to think, well, if we can, if we can um, uh, implement a revolution like that uh, and maintain productivity, then there's other revolutions that we can implement. We can get on with some other things that we've had in the pipeline in our dreams for a long while. And one of them is to reform the very rigid, almost Victorian structures that we apply to uh, defining jobs and defining the way people are paid for jobs. Uh, That puts pressure on reward administration because if you work in that area now, maybe you're a generalist HR person, you don't understand it, uh, you're not familiar with it. If you're a reward person, you will be familiar with this. all of those different types of reward that, that Bill mentioned earlier on, uh, your salary, your pension, your benefits, your shares, they're administrated in different systems. And in big global companies, you might find they're administrated in different systems in different countries in the world. Uh, so to uh, bring the kind of flexibility that organizations are um, ambitious about introducing uh, to that framework um, is going to be challenging if all the systems which deliver it to the employee's pay packet are so fragment, fragmented and separated. And if there isn't this unifying 
framework structure, the grade system, which ties it all together, uh, then companies are going to find it difficult to respond to the growing demand from labour for more freedom uh, and to their own ambitions to achieve more flexibility by um, adapting work contracts to exactly what they need uh, employees to contribute uh, uh, and, and not, uh, not more or, or, or not squeeze people into old-fashioned job definitions which don't really describe the contribution the employee is making. So we're talking about moving away from something which forces the reward and employment contract into a framework, into something which reflects what actually happens. But then you've got to find a way to document that, record it, measure it, analyze it, compare it. Uh, and that's, um, that's a challenge if you haven't digitized these systems in some form. They're not all in one place. The next best thing you can do is automate and digitize the extracts from all those systems so they're in one platform uh, so that you can uh, devise your policies document your packages personalize a way to your heart's content with an individual employee and know that what you've got um, is not going to descend into chaos uh, you, you're, you're not going to end up satisfying um, the need of the employee in the market by that, that that dreadful mechanism called the spreadsheet where, where you, you, you lose control and you lose visibility uh, of what you're, of the investment that you're making. I agree. I, I do like a nice spreadsheet though. I like a nice fee lookup from time to time. Just get lost in a nice fee lookup, you know? Uh, but it, it's, now, Uflex um, Rewards recently published the results of uh, your digital rewards survey. And, and the poll had responses from, I think, 30 key companies across lots of different industries like engineering, oil and gas, and healthcare. Can you take a couple of minutes now and tell our listeners about the survey and why you conducted it? Yeah, well, I, I, I'm, the, I'm the CEO of Uflex Reward, but we're Unilever subsidiary, so I have to do my annual reviews. My annual reviews take place with the CFO and the CEO of a major global multinational organisation. And we're a startup with something new, you know, something Unilever hasn't done before. We've set up a digital platform business, so the microscope um, uh, uh, is over me. Uh, so we conducted a survey to find out what the current state of the market is. So um, it would be terrible for us as a business if we if the survey revealed that in the last 12 months, uh, the whole of global business had invested in digitizing and automating um, uh, uh, the, the collection of their consolidation of all reward data into a single system. Uh, that would mean I wouldn't need to buy anything. Um, actually, that hasn't happened. Surprise, surprise. Uh, what the survey found, first question on the survey is, this really important definition, can you... Can you hold all reward for all employees, for all companies in one real-time database? Most people, most lay people, in fact, most people, senior executives in business and most senior people in HR would think, well, of course we can. That's a basic fundamental requirement in a digital data-driven age. Well, we, we, we weren't at all surprised, but th those people might be surprised to hear 97% of companies can't do that. 97% uh, of companies, when they're looking to analyze reward or when they're looking to report on reward or produce uh, pay equity uh, analysis, for example, a really hot topic at the moment, what they're looking at is 
out-of-date data, it's periodically consolidated. Sometimes it's only consolidated once a year. You're doing really well if you consolidate this once a month. And when you do, you're converting that data when it comes in from many different systems. The conversion tool is spreadsheets. So believe me, there's errors in it. And also because some of these costs aren't broken out at the employee level, because some of these costs go through the general ledger through your accounting systems as a cost for the group, you're not accounting for reward in the detail you need to in order to manage your business efficiently. So if you can't break out, for example, uh, company contribution to pension by employee um, or, or company fees for life insurance down to the employee level, then you're not capable of managing your business at the level of detail where decisions are taken. So that's, that's quite uh, a shocking state of affairs in, in a digital data-driven age. It means you haven't got proper control over this enormous cost um, that's running through your accounts. It means that you're not really controlling the margin of the business. Uh, so uh, that, that was a real uh, bonus for us. Companies haven't done it. Um, they're not ready for that yet. Uh, and and then, then I guess, Bill, the question you, you're going to ask me is why? You know, what, why, why is it in this sorry state? Why, why are companies, big companies, the biggest companies in the world who, we, who are providing us with the most incredible up-to-date tech with their products, why are they, why are they relying on these legacy systems made out of string and 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 um magic tape why why are they why are they still allowing that well yeah exactly so i mean you're doing my job for me thank you uh, <laughs> the, the question is why yeah no it's, it's a really good question why now i could be cynical you know if i if i was a muckraking journalist i could be cynical about it yeah and let's just have a bit of fun with that i could say well uh, it kind of suits them doesn't it it kind of suits everybody to hide these costs it's such a sensitive subject what people get paid there's so much pressure on it now from the media from activists from everybody it, it it's kind of handy uh, that you can't look into it that easily um uh, and, and that the data is is hidden um I, i'm i'm not that cynic uh, i think what's happened is Companies are in this state because it is so hard. It's technically so hard to bring data get together from all these different sources on a real-time basis and be confident that you've got accurate data. That that is a real problem. Um, organization, there's no products out there. Well, there wasn't. Um, organizations did that manually. They just thought there's nothing else we can do. So every you've got this kind of truce or understanding that we're all as bad as each other. Um, it, we survived from one year to the next. We've adapted to this sorry situation, um, so we don't need to change it. Well, things are, you know, bad news and good news. Uh, bad news is um, the rest of the world's grown impatient and, and it's not going to accept that any longer. Yeah? So e even if you don't want to manage your cost down to the, the level of detail of an employee and you don't want to show your employees full accountability, you don't want to give them 
a full illustration of everything you invest in them. Believe me, some companies don't show that in a total reward statement. Even if you're happy with that, the rest of the world isn't happy with you uh, because they want things done about pay equity uh, and investors want you to manage the business more sharply uh, uh, in terms of labour productivity. And employees want more personalization in their reward packages. So the old-fashioned way of working, which we talked about before, isn't, isn't going to hack it in the future. So you've got to bring this, this stuff all together. You, it, they're coming for you. Yeah, this What you've got away with or what we've put up with, um, adjusted to traditionally, um, it, it is on the way out. It, it won't survive. Now, what's, that's the bad news. What's the good news? Actually, it's because the technological problem has been solved and we're not the only player in the market. There are there are some others. You, please don't expect me to name them, but there are others. The, te- the technology is there now. There is no barrier to digitizing this. It's actually become fast, easy, safe, and let me use this, this, this vulgar word, cheap. It costs about $10 an employee, which is nothing when we're talking about the huge investment that we make in employees in global firms. So $10 an employee a year, and now you've got complete control, complete visibility, flexibility over that that enormous reward budget. You can implement a system globally. We we implemented globally for Unilever, 120 countries, 140,000 employees, all rewards, in real time, in this central database, we built that system in two months. It, it, it can be done that quickly. So there's no excuse. There's two things. One, you can do it quickly. You can solve this problem immediately. And two, um, there's no excuse if you don't. So if you find yourself uh, um, uh, on the hot plate, if you find yourself being interrogated as to, well, why haven't you got this this data, which I'm reasonably asking for you for, uh, because you can have it and we know about it, um, then uh, you, the solution is there for you. You know, you can go and solve the problem straight away. It's probably better to head it off rather than wait until you um, you get yourself in that sticky situation. Okay, thank you. Sorry, I'm just making a note here. I'm just changing my next question, which was going to be, please list all your competitors, but uh, noted. <laughs> I, won't, I won't be doing that. Um, well, okay, I would <laughs> ask you to list all yours then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, you're breaking up there. Um, okay, so uh, we, we've we've already spoken a little bit about some of the some of the findings from the survey there. Then, so for example, you mentioned that 97 percent of respondents don't have access to real-time total reward data. Yes. Uh, I'd, I'd also like to talk to you about about one of the one of the findings which suggested that 73% of companies calculated pay equity without including all categories of reward and the majority of respondents saying that companies only generate pay equity once a year that they work at so what from what you're seeing um from what you've just said the moment ago how's calculating pay equity being be made more complicated as as a result of specifically of, 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 as a result of covid and then of course the blended or hybrid workforce and all the different needs of those people who are perhaps not traditional employees. What do you think those findings suggest around that? Okay. First of all, it's already complicated. Yeah. So it, 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 the reason so many companies 
only do a pay equity audit once a year is because it's so complicated and it's such a manual exercise because all the reward data is spread around all these separate systems and requires manual conversion in order to create a set of data which can then be used to compare against different attributes different profiles so that that was already complicated you know so let's say the old-fashioned system of everybody's on a grade and everybody's got a job definition um, uh, and they get five different types of reward uh, well at least if we get all the different types of reward in one place we can just match it against their grade and their job definition and the comparisons drop out of it you know that that's you know not to decry how hard that is once you've got the data there you can do your comparisons that that is what's happened in in the past you know that's the way uh, regulatory report, reporting and, and some more advanced companies do their pay equity reporting now yeah but once you remove um the grading system once you create hybrid jobs you know let's say um let's say here's a there's a real scenario. Um, I'm a qualified accountant. Um, I want a contract with you, uh, Mr. Employer, uh, in which I do finance um, three days a week, or maybe, you know, I'm doing finance for the first eight days after closing a month. But the rest of the time, I want to become a marketing person. So I'm prepared to uh, start at the bottom in marketing. So actually, you now need to pay me the rate for a qualified accountant for eight days a month or 11 days a month and the rate for a junior marketing person for another seven or eight days a month and I'm happy with that so what grade are you on and what job do you do and what is your package and then how do I compare you to now you'll go in the mix now how do I start comparing running ratios and comparisons along the factors which we're also interested in these days such as uh, gender and uh, race and ethnicity uh, because i no longer have directly comparable jobs so can you see where i'm coming from on this yeah you, you've taken something which is structured and you've made it unstructured in two ways we've unstructured the way we pay you we've unstructured uh, where we define the work you do so what happens in these circumstances is that there's a risk that old-fashioned bias intentionally or unintentionally creeps back into the system and nobody notices it believe me if you're trying to analyze that once a year you've got no chance of progress further progress if you're trying to run that through your current systems of managing reward data forget it forget it you, you won't get it now here if you've digitized it you can create these hybrid jobs and you can compare somebody else in the same hybrid job yeah you you, you it's a it's a query on a database yeah so we've got all the data we can invent jobs and we can still match you as a person you know you're you're well actually we get onto the attributes of pay equity later because you know, it's different in different countries you know it, it, in the us there's seven many companies collect seven different types of racial ethnic profile in the uk it's 17 so a global system which is 
doing comparisons of pay equity now has to cope with many different types of definitions of, of these attributes. But you can do it as long as you've digitized your database. Without that digitization, you're in a very, very difficult situation. Now, happens to be very important to me personally that we do make progress on pay equity. Uh, I think it's a philosophical question to me. It's like, what kind of company do you want to work for? I want to work for a fair company. What kind of company? I want to work for a company which maximizes its productivity. So that means we get the best people into the most important jobs and then we pay them appropriately. You aren't going to do that unless when you recruit, when you create a package for the person you're bringing on, when you promote someone, when you give them a pay rise, when you create their incentive scheme, you have at that point in time, accurate real time pay equity data for your company and also for the bit of the company that you're responsible for. If you can't see pay equity data in real time when you make decisions, you won't make progress. Yeah, you kind of get it's, it's anchoring. It's you kind of default back to, well, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm I think I'm giving this person a fair deal. But if you see the current state of pay equity in your department and you see that it is biased, you will, when you make those decisions, you will correct it. If you don't see it, you won't correct it. And, and the trajectory will remain the same. So you've got to digitize total reward or reward for all employees, blah, 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 like I always say, if you're going to make progress on this really hot topic. And if you don't, then you are at great risk, great growing risk of um, not complying with regulations, especially if you don't do a pay equity analysis on all categories of reward. But even more importantly, your reputational risk is at stake because if somebody does that analysis for you and you're found to be going backwards on this subject, or you're found to be misrepresenting the reality, that's the kind of reputational risk which can rock your whole business. And you don't, you don't need to take that risk because the technology exists to do exactly what I said, to put real-time total reward data in everybody's hands, including decision makers who are making these really big decisions. So there you are. It's a bit of a religious lecture on that subject there, Bill. Um, uh, but I, I'm impatient. I, and while I'm on my soapbox, um, <laughs> here, here, you know, let me let me put, let me put from my soapbox. Let me put a noose around my own neck. Yeah. Um, it it strikes me as ironic that so many big organisations on this subject, which is like as about as sensitive as you can get at the moment, go to the tier one consultants and the big four consultants sure. for advice on how they improve their pay fairness, pay equity, diversity uh, and, and reward allocation. Now, why do I think that's ironic? I'll answer my own question again. Hey, Ken, hey, Ken, what, why yeah. do you think that's ironic? Let me tell you. Uh, I'm glad you <laughs> asked. Yeah. It's because they are some of the worst organisations in the world at this. Yeah. So you're going to advice from organisations who 
if we look at the the published data on gender pay gap in the UK, they are some of the worst. Yeah. Uh, so, and and I'm pretty certain that their internal systems are not real time, total reward digitized systems. They're not. You know, they 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 won't have invested in that. Um, uh, uh, and they've had long enough to make much more progress than they have. So don't go and ask them. <laughs> you, if you if you ask them and they tell you be be like us, you'll never get any better. You 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 can take this corrective action yourself, uh, and I think that's the way regulators and society and your employees will judge you. Yeah, the means is there, technology is there. Put it in place. We trust you as a good employer to take the right decisions. If you have the data. We trust you. If you've got the data, you'll do the right thing. You'll improve situation. Just get the right data in your hands. Um, so it's possible to, to make progress on this, um, but it's also possible to stick your head in the hand or even hide from it if you think you've got a problem that you don't want anybody to find. There we are. There endeth the lesson. Thank you. Thank, thank you very much. Do you know what? Um, I've, I've got to say, listeners, this is a this is a different Ken Charman to who I interviewed last time. Um, I, I really like this Ken Charman. He's, he's quite contrary and he's saying it as it is. And I'm learning a lot as I'm going along here. And he's not he's not taking any prisoners. It, it sounds like there are no excuses. Um, and um, and it, he, he even asks his own interview questions. <laughs> it makes my life pretty straightforward. Um, so I'll send you a bill. <laughs> Ken, I had a whole bunch more questions here, but I think you've covered a lot of it. Um, but no, before we, before, we, before we wrap up, how can our listeners connect with you, Ken, and how can they learn more about all the awesome things happening over at Uflex Reward? Go on to our website, uflexreward.com. Watch the video, the video of the Unilever system. It's fantastic. You know, you, you'll see this stuff actually working in action fill in the forms you get a free copy of the survey it's in the public domain but take us up on our offer which is we will build you a working system a full evaluation system in in the production environment that allows you to put all your data in there all your em, em, employee data reward policies build integrations we do all that at our cost. So you get a chance to see if I'm telling the truth or not without having to spend a penny. Now, is there another enterprise IT vendor who is out there in the world offering you that opportunity? So take us up on that, you know, fill in the form and, and we'll, we'll, we'll send you a link and you've, you can use this system tomorrow. That leads me to say for today, Ken Jarman, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you, Bill. And I look forward to my next visit. As do I, sir. I, I, I want to have you on every week, I think. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Uh, but for now, listeners, as always, until next time, happy working and please do continue to stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.